0: The AI really went to great lengths to write her bio. She went all over the place. Everything about this sounds fishy. Okay. If she's real, that's really great.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. I'm trying to think of what questions I could ask to discover if it's a lie or not. Please don't. Okay. AI, don't play no mind games on me. Yeah. Like-
2: <laughs>
1: AI definitely plays mind games, she like- has. Oh, it does.
2: <laughs> it does. It does. Yes.
1: And welcome to this episode of I Should Have Known, the trivia game show that can't be trusted. Each week, one of our quiz masters will present you with four facts about a topic, but one of them is a lie. So this week, I'm your quiz master. I'm Andy, and I'm going to be doing a find the fake episode on unsung heroes of science. So uh, I will give you four people who have contributed to scientific advancement, but maybe have been overlooked. But the fake. I did not invent. I actually had an AI invent the fake person. So everything about them, the bio, personal details, where they're from, when they were born, everything, the AI invented, not me. So join our other hosts, Soups and Tanner, in figuring out which one of the unsung heroes is an AI fake.
0: All right. Very cool. So we're digging deeper into the archives of science.
1: And also on the forefront of science, using AI to invent a person. But we need to do our PQQ. Oh, yeah. So our pub quiz question is a question at the top of the show designed to be like one you would get at a pub quiz or bar trivia event. And it's supposed to open up the topic. Okay. While Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin made history in landing on the moon... Who was the third member of the Apollo 11 crew who remained in orbit?
0: I know his story. He went all the way there and he never landed, but I can never remember his name. Yes. But there's a phrase, right, to describe this person. He was the loneliest, loneliest person, person, right? Yes, yes.
1: yes. Yeah, that's another mm-hmm. fact that he was the farthest any human has ever been from any other human. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Oh,
2: but to answer your question, I mean, we know of the guy.
1: Right. But
0: I can't Is it like James Collins or something.
1: I might give it to you because that's his last name. Okay. Okay. It is Michael Collins. Michael Michael
2: Collins. Michael Collins,
1: also called the Forgotten Astronaut. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So as the third member of the historic Apollo 11 crew, he's often overlooked by the two members who actually walked on the moon.
0: Mm -hmm. Poor guy.
1: So all the people we talk about today are going to be kind of like him. We're like, you probably know their contributions to science, but you don't know their name.
0: Yeah. Cool. Let's find out some different sorts of scientists today.
1: Yeah. And remember, one of these people an AI invented.
0: Mm. Love it.
2: Okay. Let's do it. Yeah.
1: All right. So, unsung hero number one is Alatar, the Arab botanist and illuminator, born in Damascus in 1215. Okay. This is our first hero of science.
0: Damascus.
1: Yeah. So, he was born in Damascus. But died in Baghdad because he is one of the famous scientists who studied and taught and produced books at the House of Wisdom, also known as the Great Library of Baghdad. Oh. So Alatar is his like Anglicized European name. Yeah. Okay. Like many other scientists from the Islamic Golden Age. Mm -hmm. He has an Anglicized name. Right. Do you want to know his full name? Yeah. It's Abu Al Fald Ibrahim. Ibn Mustafa al-Attar al-Dimash.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So, al-Attar is a nickname he was given, and it basically means like Master of Herbs and Perfumes. Yes. Oh,
2: okay. Yes, because Attar is a kind of perfume. It's very prevalent in the Middle East, also in South Asia, and you can custom make it, and then you just apply directly on
0: the skin. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. Very cool. I didn't know that. (laughs) Nice. So he was the son of a calligrapher and bookmaker.
0: Yeah, you said he was an illuminator.
1: Yeah. So his most famous contribution is this illuminated manuscript. The translation into English is the comprehensive book for the sustenance of the mind in the science of weeds and medicinal plants. (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to try to do it in Arabic. Come on. I cannot. I cannot. Yeah, so that's the translation of his book. Mm-hmm. And so this book, like many others, was eventually copied and translated and spread throughout okay. Europe and many other parts of the world. Mm-hmm. So it was an illuminated manuscript. He actually decorated it himself.
0: So those are these fancy drawings in there. Yeah. Sometimes painted and there's gold leaf added to them mm-hmm. and stuff.
1: Yeah. It was basically a visual dictionary. Oh, cool. okay.
0: Of weeds and herbs. Mm-hmm. Cool.
1: And one of the surviving pages depicts the willow bark, and it follows the doctrine of signatures.
0: I've heard of this. Yes. Yeah, it's where a plant is used for a medical purpose because the plant resembles that part of the body. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, exactly. So the thing with the willow is that he talked about pain relief from willow bark, which actually is real. So salicin is the chemical in willow bark, which is the main chemical component of aspirin. Mm Mm-hmm. This relieves pain. Yeah. So that was right. Right. The reasoning was not so right. Yeah. Al-Attar, he reasoned that because the leaves of a weeping willow look like someone weeping, uh-huh. that they would naturally <laughs> relieve pain. Yeah. As it like someone weeping from pain.
0: <laughs> Very logical. Yes. Yeah. Very interesting. So many of, you know, European inventions or discoveries, there's an earlier Arab or Middle yeah. East source, right? Yeah. This perfectly lines up with that. Do you think an AI made that one up? I don't know. It sounds pretty believable. The yes. name fits what I would expect. Mm-hmm. And I like the
2: invention or yeah. like the field yeah. that he's is really, that's, that's kind of interesting. Super cool. Yes. I have a feeling AI might not have created or generated.
0: Yeah. Sounds pretty realistic to me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But we have three
2: others. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: okay. Let's hear the second one.
1: Yes. Unsung hero number two, Mary Anning, the English paleontologist, born in Dorset, England in 1799.
0: Okay. I have an idea of where this is going. Yeah. (laughs) You know, finding dinosaur bones on the British Isles. Yes.
1: Yeah. Do you want to tell the story?
0: (laughs) Let's hear Mary's story.
1: Yeah. So Mary Anning was born in Dorset, England, which is on the southern coast. Mm -hmm. Part of it is known as the Jurassic Coast. Maybe you've heard that before. Yeah. I so have. there are big cliffs right on, on this shore of the sea. And it's called the Jurassic Coast because a lot of fossils from the Jurassic period can be found there. So she and her family, they were quite poor. Okay. And they made money by selling fossils. Oh,
0: like as a novelty. Like just just yeah. anyone. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So she was completely self taught. When her father died, she started doing it on her own and she found the first full fossil of an ichthyosaurus.
0: Oh, it's like a fish dinosaur, right?
1: Yeah. It had like a long beak. It's almost dolphin-like, but it was a fish-like dinosaur.
0: She found the first one.
1: She found the first full fossil of one. She also is famous for finding a full fossil of a plesiosaur which is another water dinosaur, but mm-hmm. like a big one, like Nessie. Yeah. If you think Nessie, that's a plesiosaur. <laughs> yeah, the Loch Ness Monster. She yeah. found the Loch
0: Ness yeah. Monster. Okay. Yeah.
1: So she was friendly with a lot of famous scientists mm-hmm. of her day. Mm-hmm. She was very rarely credited for her work. Technically, she was not a professional because women weren't allowed into the Geological Society of London. Wow. Yeah. Even
0: unsung in her day.
1: Yeah, but many people say that Darwin was influenced by her research mm-hmm. because she found many intermediate fossils. So fossils that are like between two species. Mm-hmm. Okay. But one cool thing is these very specimens that she found are now in the Natural History Museum in London.
0: Okay. Ah. So
1: you can go see them now.
0: That's exactly oh what God. I was going to ask. Like, did we recognize her today? Are we showing her fossils and giving her credit now?
1: Yeah. That's great. great. You can see them
0: okay if she's real that's really great yeah I mean
2: this is a, I think this is a potential fake I yeah would, if I compare this story to the first one mm-hmm. I think this is just about creative enough for AI to yeah come up like sure I mean it's a movie plot that we've yeah. seen
0: you get the cameo from Darwin <laughs> you yeah, get a, yeah. yeah you get a cameo
2: from Darwin hmm
0: I'm trying to think of what questions I could ask to discover if it's a lie or not please don't Okay. What was her name again? Mary
1: Anning? Mary Anning.
0: Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's not one of those names that's like, oh, it's it's Darwin backwards or something like a human might make up. Oh. It's like AI style. Yes. These I are... like how you're thinking, but yeah, we give yeah. AI too much credit. Yeah. I was
1: going to say, I feel like the AI usually gives like dumb names. Yeah, give that. it away.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think the first one's more likely than this one to mm-hmm. to be real. I think this one's more likely to be a fake, fake. like you. Yeah, that's what,
2: that's what so, i a feeling. Yeah. We're halfway there. Yes.
1: Unsung hero number three, Cheng Xiong Wu, the Chinese-American physicist, born in China in 1912. She moved to the U.S. and went to school for her Ph.D. at the University of California, Berkeley. Okay. So she went to Berkeley, and then she got a job at Princeton, and then she eventually went to Columbia, where she became the first female tenured physics professor. So during World War II, she stayed in America and worked on the Manhattan Project. Mm. She worked on the uranium enrichment. Okay. So she did a lot of experiments. So she's very well known for her experiments. Mm. She didn't propose it so many theories, but she did a lot of experimenting. Okay. So she eventually did what is known as the Wu experiment, which proved that parity is not conserved during subatomic reactions.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like I have to take a class at Berkeley to understand this. I
1: don't fully understand. But the important thing is that there was such a thing in science at the time called the law of conservation of parity. And parity is basically symmetry. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she did some experiments that were like, that doesn't seem so true. Mm -hmm. So then two other scientists that she knew, Tsung Dao Li and Chen Ning Yang, published a work in 1957 based on this rewriting the law of conservation. Wow. Using her experiment, they were nominated for a Nobel Prize, and whoever nominated them included her. But for some reason, the Nobel Committee snubbed her. They removed her and gave them the Nobel Prize in 1957, so she did not get it. Oh, no. They tried for many years to nominate her. Yeah, yeah. She was awarded some other prestigious awards but are like only known among physics people.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: She did some really interesting things that I do not fully understand. (laughs) She studied hemoglobin. She proved beta decay. She was very famous for experiments. If you had a theory and you wanted to test it, you go to Dr. Wu. Dr. Wu knows what to do.
0: Wow. That's very interesting. The AI really went to great lengths to write her bio. She went all over the place.
2: Everything about this sounds fishy.
0: Oh, yeah? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, if you boil it down, she was born in China, moved to America, studied at the best schools, revolutionized physics experiments, even helped make the atomic bomb, and never got a Nobel Prize. And
2: that's the point that's bothering
0: me. It's a very well rounded story. It's
2: fishy to you? <laughs> it sounds fishy to
0: me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For Dr. Wu, I think it sounds pretty fake. Yeah. There's a lot of details, mm-hmm. even more than the other ones. Yeah.
2: So the AI is really trying to convince you, yeah, exactly. Him. And I love it. Touched all the universities. Yeah. You know, you went to Berkeley, Columbia.
0: Yeah, Princeton. I mean, if she was real, then hats off to her. That's awesome. I mean,
2: but sure, I'm. I'm just surprised. I didn't include Harvard. <laughs> Why keep Harvard out? You Their know? physics
0: department isn't good <laughs> enough for her. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Idea.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, highly skeptical of it. Yes, I know. Right. Okay. So let's listen to
0: the fourth unsung hero. Yeah. See if this one is even less likely. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Unsung hero number four is Gladys West, who is a Black American mathematician born in 1930 in Virginia. She's still alive, actually. Okay. Okay. So she was born in rural Virginia to a family of sharecroppers. She studied at Virginia State College, which is now called Virginia State University, it is a famous HBC, Historically Black College. hmm So she got her bachelor's degree there. And then in 1952, she graduated and went to teach math at segregated schools. So this was during segregation in the American South. So schools were split up between schools for white kids, schools for black kids. So she didn't love that too much. She applied for many government jobs, was overlooked, went back to school, got an advanced degree. Eventually, she was hired. She was the fourth black employee ever hired at the U.S. Naval Proving Ground which is like a research facility for the U.S. Navy.
0: Okay. It's where they do experiments and research?
1: Yeah. Okay. So she programmed computers to do math equations instead of doing them by hand. And she worked on a project called CSAT, C as in S-E-A, as in Ah. the ocean. Mm -hmm. And using a bunch of calculations and programming computers and a bunch of stuff I don't understand, they figured out that it is possible to get a satellite to take accurate ocean data Okay. That eventually became GeoSat, mm-hmm. which on that project, she figured out how to include in her calculations things like gravity, ties, and other elements in order to calculate the orbits of satellites. Oh. So then, if you know the exact orbit of the satellite based on the data, what you can do is draw an accurate geoid.
0: Which is?
1: So a geoid is the exact shape of the Earth. Yeah. Okay. Including all of the mountains and ridges and uh, all of the different elevation. Okay. Which is still used today in GPS. Uh-huh. It's a global positioning. They used the research that she did to do that. Okay. So she's known and maybe you've heard of The Hidden Figures.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I heard of that movie. Well, based,
1: it's on, not, a yes. it's it's based on a book. Yeah. It's not just a movie people. or a book, <laughs> but it's a nickname for many scientists, particularly Black women who contributed to science and math. Yes but were overlooked. Mm-hmm. She was finally formally recognized for her contribution to GPS in 2018.
0: Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Took them a while. Yeah. So this seems believable. Yeah, it seems very believable. Uh, yes. Much more believable.
2: Yeah. Mm. I don't think AI created So
0: this. many of the details sound so concrete and that makes it easy to believe, but I'm... Very inclined to believe this one. Yes, yes, yes. Me too, me too. If it did turn out to be an AI generated one, then I guess it's playing on our knowledge. Idea. Knowledge yeah, of like,
2: that like these things happen, but this is not the person yeah, you were thinking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. Could be. But AI don't play no mind games on me.
1: Yeah. Like <laughs> AI definitely plays mind games, you yeah, guys. Like, oh, it does. <laughs>
2: it does. It does. Yes. Okay. So we've got four unsung heroes, but now we have to guess. Which one is made up by an AI? Yeah. Do you want to repeat the names of those unsung heroes?
1: Sure. Unsung heroes of science. One of these was created by an AI. So, hero number one, Alatar, the Arab botanist and illuminator. Hero number two, Mary Anning, the English paleontologist. Hero number three, Chen Xiong Wu, Chinese-American physicist. And hero number four, Gladys West, the black American mathematician. One of them an AI invented.
2: Okay. So one and four, I think are real. Yeah. I think the choice comes down to Mary and Dr. Wu. Right. Yeah. I think the exact same thing. I think we can spread ourselves and guess like it's either two or three. Yeah. You know, the thing is, Doctor Wu really bothers me. Okay. Like because the details are like so specific. Feels very AI to me. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, so I think I'm gonna pick Doctor Wu. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think the second one, I think this connection to Darwin is just so iffy. Something Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like an AI would drop that in mm. as like a hidden nugget. So yeah. I think the second one is fake. Yeah. I'm gonna pick Doctor Wu. Okay, it's the AI generated one. All right. And Mary Anning, number two for me.
1: All right. So your guesses are in.
0: Mm -hmm. Enlighten us.
1: So the AI invented person is Alatar.
0: Mm. Number one.
1: The AI invented him. No way. Yeah.
2: Wow. But now it's coming to me like an Atar, like it can't really be a person's name. Yeah, you think. It's a perfume. Right. Right. That's literally what it means. Right.
1: So he gave this whole name and it's like. Oh, it's Alatar because it's like the perfume reference. Like it was making a joke. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Also, if you happen to be a real history buff, the House of Wisdom was destroyed in 1258 by Uh, the Mongols.
0: I see, yeah. Timeline doesn't line Um, up. And I was
1: like, AI, what the heck? It just was like, nope. Wouldn't he have been at the House of Wisdom when it was destroyed? But he never mentioned that.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah, how did you get it to make this person up?
1: So I asked it to give me a fake Arab scientist from the Middle Ages. Okay. And it gave me a couple different things. It picked, it was from Damascus. He went to the House of Wisdom. It picked the years that he was alive. It's actually quite late. Mm. This is really the end of the Islamic golden era. So Mm -hmm. like most of the scientists that it's inspired by were in like the 10th or 11th century. So it right. kind of took a bit of work. But
0: yeah. it took so much hand-holding.
1: It did take a to lot do of hand-holding. Because it kept being very vague.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe he did this. And I think we sort of didn't examine the timeline at yeah. all. It also sounds a lot like the real-life Avicenna. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? So Ibn, Ibn Sina? Is Ibn Sina, known yeah.
1: as Avicenna in Europe. So I, I did eventually ask the AI, I was like, who are some real scientists like yeah. Alatar? Yeah, mm-hmm. And it said Ibn Sina, mm, he was yeah. a physician.
0: I think I remember that from History of Medicine.
1: I did eventually ask it. What would a medical student in a History of Medicine class learn Mm -hmm. about Alatar? (laughs) (laughs) No (laughs) way. You might learn about the use of willow bark. Yeah. (laughs) It invented that. that. That's awesome. It decided that, I don't know where it got this idea from.
0: That is super cool, actually. Yeah. It did get creative eventually.
1: It did. did.
2: But I I think it just needs a little bit of push. It needed a push. But that's super cool. I yeah. really like it. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's really nice.
1: Yeah. I kind of felt bad at the end because I was like, this is impossible. Yeah. This <laughs> sounds so, good. so real. Which is also terrifying. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Which it did. And we, yeah. as you clearly saw, we didn't even debate about yeah. it. it yeah. Like, well, it's true. Yeah. The right. robot
1: got you guys.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, job well done. Like, Nice job. You fooled us. So it's
1: scary and impressive. Yeah. Yes.
2: Well, huh. I
0: should have known. I should have known.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of I Should Have Known. We will be continuing AI Should Have Known, the theme for this month. All of our episodes are now on YouTube. It's just the audio for now, and we're hoping to get some more things up there. So it's a great place if you want to leave a comment, especially if you are actually listening right now on YouTube. You should definitely leave a comment. Did you figure out that the AI had invented Alatar? What do you think about the fact that the AI could do this? And, you know, the classic YouTube like, subscribe, comment... If you're listening on a traditional podcast platform, please leave us a review of some kind. You can now comment on Spotify, so same question for you. And we will be finishing up our AI theme next week. Very exciting. The AI is going to be the Quizmaster. So that should be amazing. Definitely be on the lookout for that one. And as always, thanks for listening.
0: Please tell me one of us is right. I think we are.